I'm going to say it, and I don't want it to make you too upset. Some of you guys listen to this first thing in the morning, but it needs to be said. And by the end of this episode, I want you to tell me if I'm right. But girls are liars. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Girls are liars. Girls are liars. And it's part of a a three-part series I'm going to give you over the next couple of weeks here on the show as some dating disasters that I've been through. And the one I'm going to tell you today, literally overnight, she was dating somebody else. And I'm like, wait, what? How How did this happen? You tell me, though, if I'm right here today on the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's a big one. My dad's coming on today. It's just a... It's a big Friday show. Uh, we start every show, in case you're new, with my mom, who is just fantastic. She's got the best words of wisdom ever. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I got stuck in such a weird predicament today that I, I, I I've been so disconnected from the business world now for so long because I, in case you're new to the podcast, I got let go from my radio job in January, and I have since then really haven't had much business. I mean, I've had a couple different job interviews. Well, today I actually had a job interview, and uh, I was I was re- like I got a notification this morning that they wanted to talk at. Like, like 11 this morning and I'm like, okay, cool. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym because if I don't go before my call, I'm going to not have time after to get everything done. Cause I assumed it would take about an hour. So woke up, hit the gym, went over to nine round, had a great work. Well, I had a decent workout. Good I'm for just you. so out of shape right now. Um, and I come back and I, uh, I, I check my email again and this, I got about 10 minutes before my call, which is fine. It's great. I'm just, you know, I'm ready. Okay. And so I, I pull up my email and I grab the phone number or wanted to make sure I sent her my number so we could connect. And I realized that she had sent me a go to meeting link <gasps> and you know, go to meeting the Uh-oh. last time I was in business before everything got weird. Go to meeting was like a teleconference thing where Correct. you just like you just dial in to a number and then both of you were just talking on the phone, which I felt was kind of weird when I saw it because I was like, well, uh, you know, why wouldn't you just call my my cell? Like mm-hmm. she had my cell phone number. Why would you not just call my cell? Mm-hmm. So. So then I'm like, OK, whatever. Let me just like let me just click on this link and be able to go. Two minutes before, okay, now it's like two minutes before, I'm like getting ready, and then I realize it's a friggin' video conference. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it's like, okay, like, give access to your camera, give access to your microphone, and I was like, no, like, I I look like complete shit right now. Like, I'm sweaty, and this is like a general manager. This is like a big, oh. this is like a big, this isn't like just some yuck yuck radio person. This is like a big... I'm sitting here. I'm I'm, I'm literally like still sweating and like Kiki's like jumping up in my lap and it was just, she was like super professional and just ready to go. So I don't know if that one's going to work out. Uh It's like one of those things where you, and I don't know if, if you're the same way, mom, but you actually can go back and think about things that you said or did that like, if it doesn't work out, then forever you will hold your head on like that one instance, you know? Uh huh. Oh yeah. After almost every one of these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I listen back and I go, oh, you know what I should have said was, oh, yeah. dear. Oh, or maybe oh, I no. shouldn't have said that. Or maybe <laughs> I guess that phase for me, like that phase of the podcast and everything else is over. This is our, like our family, man. There's, there's, you can't say, you can't say much wrong to this, um, to this crew. So, uh, yeah. Right. So oh, that was my, that was my morning was just looking like a, a, like imagine to me, it's like showing up to a job interview sweaty. Like it's like not. <laughs> well, did you rinse your face and comb your hair? No, I didn't even have time because oh, all of a sudden no. it was like, it was like a minute. It was like two minutes. I checked the email. And it's like a minute. I didn't want to be late. <laughs> So I did, I did just grab a hat and threw it on backwards, but I was still okay. like, I looked at sweat running down my face and I was like wiping it. But I just had to tell her, I was like, listen, I had no idea this was going to be a video conference. I thought this was a phone conference and I am obviously, as you can tell, not prepared for this. Well, I want to talk to dad today for Father's Day. This is our last show before Father's Day. And I thought we could get him on to give us some dadisms. Is he, is he okay. going to be ready to go? I'll get him. Hold on. <laughs> this is like where I get apprehensive because I don't know if he's going to play his own music. I don't know if he's going to make a ruckus. I don't know. So He's keying up his intro. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> he's obviously having some technical difficulties. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. I know exactly what he's looking for. Okay, here it is, honey. You ready? Okay. All right, here we go. Put it on, baby. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. 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 <laughs> what's happening you know what's gonna happen what is um the podcast is gonna get flagged for playing copywritten music on <laughs> we're gonna have to take you off the show because we're gonna get ding for for playing copywritten music on uh, like liability uh-oh yeah you're already Don't you're you're gonna be the one that takes this podcast down you're gonna be the the reason this whole thing i hope not <laughs> <laughs> what's going on over there it's been sort of quiet over here. <laughs> yeah. I told Nancy, all we got to do is turn off the TV, and we, we don't know about anything going on. It'll be real quiet up here, you know? I'll tell you what. You know, my, my dad likes to watch a lot of uh, of cable news, and I I just uh, somehow my TV turned on a couple seconds ago. I think I hit the remote accidentally, and CNN came on. I, my anxiety level went up 25%. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's crazy. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how you don't just go nuts over there watching that all the time. Well, there's no reason to watch it, so I don't know why. I just turn it off and uh, listen to the birds and the ducks <laughs> and the quack quack. Yeah, we never got a chance to talk to you about the your duck call or bird call that you're playing off your phone. A, oh, yeah. a couple episodes ago, my mom was telling a story about how my dad finds it amusing to find bird noises on YouTube and play them and see if birds actually do come over. But were you walking by the lake? Is that what, what was yeah, happening? Yeah, I, I was walking by the lake and I saw four mallards down there. And, uh, uh, you know, we had attracted a uh, uh, a cardinal using that. So I said, you know, let's see if, let's see if I could attract them over. And I did. Uh, there were trees <laughs> there, so they couldn't see me. And so I was able to get them real close. 
it was so funny how they, <laughs> and then when they saw me, they didn't know what to do. And then, uh, uh, they wouldn't come up to the dock. Uh, they saw me, so they backed off. And as soon as I left the dock, they went around the other side of the dock to see if they could find the ducks. But anyway, <laughs> that's, that's the kind of excitement happens in Dawsonville, Georgia. That's, that's right. the kind of hey. stuff you can look forward to. Thank God. I, some of the stuff on what's happening in the real world, I don't want to be around. To be honest yeah, with that's you. true. That's true. Best case scenario is calling over ducks right now, I feel like. Hey, Lord. Um, so I wanted to bring you on today for Father's Day. And uh, well, I you. thought you could, thank you. you could. Yeah, I think it's your time to shine. And I I wanted you to share some dadisms with us. And what I mean by that is things that that you are very adamant about in life. And it started yesterday with talking about how you're adamant and why it's so important for you to get the dishes right in the dishwasher. <laughs> and you didn't get a chance to really defend yourself. And I went in pretty hard that like it's it's a it's a little OCD. It's a little crazy how much you really put into <laughs> trying to get that just right. Wow. Well, to me, it, there's a reason. I don't know. Maybe I, I am crazy, but you know, <laughs> I've, I've had dishes that didn't come out clean long ago. And so I've learned if you put them a certain way in a certain position, guess what? The water will actually get up there and clean them. I swear to you. I swear. It will so, so, so what is your, what is your, your method? Since we obviously can't see yeah. how it works. What is, what is uh, your, what is your mentality of when it comes to loading the dishwasher? I have a certain place to put everything in there. And so I know mm-hmm. when my wife doesn't bring her glass to the dishwasher, I even know that mm-hmm. because it fits us. She's got this tall glass. It fits nowhere. And so <laughs> I know. I, so that's how, that's how good my system is. Uh, well, I try to just put proper space. Uh, you kids. I'm sorry, Stephen. I have to lump you in that group, kids. Even at 37? Oh, my God. That's crazy. I know. You you got a 37-year-old. You know, some people don't understand. There's got to be space between two items or the water won't get in there and it won't get clean. And and sometimes I look over there after Brian and Maggie's been there and shit's just upside down and backwards. (laughs) It's like, what in the hell? Anyway. Uh, not that way and uh, they're the other way so <laughs> well so that's that's one thing that my dad's very particular about and thinks very important let's talk about um another dadism is uh my dad's very adamant about getting to the airport with a proper amount of time oh my um, God. and by proper i mean probably an uh, obsessive amount of time uh yeah. what to you like what is your comfort zone of getting to the airport with, with well, amount of time left well, left is two hours, okay? It, it's two hours at Atlanta Airport. It should take you 30 minutes, but you don't know that. And the other hour, though, was, was because you had to get there, and you don't know and you don't know what it's going to take. So, so, so you build in two hours plus the time it, it, it should take you to get there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, Stephen, I, I'm going to remind you of one episode. This, this I, is I know. I know this is coming. No, I'm not going to talk about San San Francisco, although you slept in New York and when you really <laughs> wanted to sleep in your bed in uh, St. Pete. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about that time. My dad, uh, one time. Now, one time. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not, no. I, I got a better one. I got a better one. I got a better one. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, here we go. Uh, Stephen, on his wedding night, you know, he says, Dad, oh, I want yeah. you to drive me to the airport for a honeymoon. And I said, what time's your flight? And I don't remember the time, but it's something like six o'clock in the morning or something. And we're on the other end of Atlanta on Monday. Uh, this was Sunday night. And we had to go through Atlanta 
and it, it was, and it was raining. It's going to be raining the whole damn morning. And I had to drive him and get him there successfully. Oh my God. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> so there should was, be no way to get there really. Right. right. <laughs> I think I got y'all up at three 30, I think, or four 30. Uh, yeah. It was early. I don't think y'all went to bed. I don't think you could have. I don't, I don't, if we did, it was just for a second. Yeah. So here we go down this dark road, country road, getting up to this uh, little two road, high, two, two lane highway in the rain, cars bumper to bumper, then on the interstate 75, one of the largest in the country. And it's raining like hell before, this is before ways. And all of a sudden on the radio, I said, oh, I've got a wreck on uh, I-285. Now, here I am panicking. So I decided to go through downtown Atlanta. I finally get you down there. I get you out of the car. I get on 285. I said, God, it's over. I got in there. All of a sudden, the phone rings. It's you. And what would you say? I had forgotten, I think, my ID or my passport or something. I don't I remember what it was. I think it was Shannon's ticket. I think it was Shannon's oh, ticket. It was, it was some, well, I don't think so because at uh, that point, we could have just had probably a ticket reprinted. It was something that we you had to come back for. You had to have it, you yeah. said. So, yeah. so that's an example why you build in time <laughs> when you can. Okay, buddy? But we could talk about San, San, San Francisco if you'd like. Uh, well, might as well. So just real quick story <laughs> is hey, hey, I... Story. I went and I, I was actually, the last time I was out of work and I was up for a job in San Jose, about to fly into San Francisco from Tampa. Well, the, um, it was one of those things where right before I left, they were talking, talking, talking. I really couldn't find a way to like break out of the conversation. I knew I was like pushing times. My dad is giving me such bad airport anxiety. So it was like getting close. And I was like, well, as long as I don't have traffic, like it's fine. So Long story short, I hit traffic. I missed my flight. The only there was two options at that point. Uh, Please were, call me too. Dad, what can I do? Can I do yeah, something for I, I was like, you can help me figure this out. My dad traveled a lot. I'm like, if anybody knows it's going to be dad, maybe he can like tell me somebody to call and yell at to make the plane stop or something. So I I, I got there and I was like, there's there's two options. You either pay nine hundred dollars <laughs> and we can get you there today, or you go to JFK in New York, spend the night in the, on the floor there. And then we can fly you to Orlando and then we'd have to get a rental car and then, uh, drive to Tampa from there. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I was still, I was working at the time too. And they weren't, uh, they didn't really know I was going out and looking for like radio jobs. So I remember I had to like, um, luckily I look like absolute shit after all that I called in because I was going to miss one day, but I was like going to be late the next day too. And I go in and I was luckily looking cause I hadn't slept obviously for, you know, two days at that point or whatever. I look so sick. They're like, man, you, you really do. You really are sick. You better go home for the rest of the day. I'm like, thank you. Okay. So then I went home and I was able to get through it. But yeah, I, okay. So that's, that's a good dadism to allow enough time. That's the reason. Okay. That's one there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, how, okay. How about this one? Customer is always right. Is always Always oh, right. Boy. That's a great one. That's a great one. You know, I'll use one example. Okay, big bank. I do business with a big bank, and uh, I realized I, I got lucky one day and noticed that one of my items was encoded, uh, uh, or excuse me, uh, a cashier check was encoded with my account number for fifteen hundred dollars and drawn on my account. And yeah. cashier check is never drawn on a person's account. It's never. It's always a bank account. So th- I knew that because I work in banking. 
Right. So I, and but it's almost a year old. And so I call and beg and you know, I, I bet you I talked to six to eight people over two weeks, two months. <laughs> And, and they never would tell me. They never would tell me that uh, they weren't going to do anything. And then I get this letter that says, uh, we're not going to be able to adjust your account. It was just like that. And I said, bull. So I called again, called again. And finally, this EVP calls. I said, Mr. Yancey, I says, uh, you know that you uh, you extended the, the, the time limit on which we would refund that. I said, well, why don't you get it from the other bank? They said, we can't get it from the other bank. I said, oh. He said, but we're going to refund your money again. <laughs> they want you to go away. Well, That's what my dad used to harass people. people. <laughs> they can't be pro- productive. He said, let's no, he didn't say that. But, so, 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 so customer is always right. It's cheaper. I think in most cases to take care yeah, of the customer. My, my, my dad, my dad will harass any company until he gets what he wants. He is definitely the, the Karen of, uh, of the world. Uh, anything else? Any other dadisms that you want to pass along after, after so many years of, being well, a being alive, well, being a dad. Well, never give up. I've always said that on your on your uh, podcast. But around yeah. product discounts and, and product replacement, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, I, I could tell you a hundred stories about it. Where, well, it's like last week, I had a forty percent discount CVS, and mm-hmm. I swear it was always when they said uh, the date, it was through that date, and I called up. I said. I said uh, I said, wait a minute! I don't see that forty uh, percent on my out there online. They said, well, it was it was out the day before. I said, no, it never has been, never will be. I said, let me <laughs> talk to your supervisor, and you know, she looked. I mean, she saw that I was a one percent, uh, one of the top uh, uh, customers in the state, and and and, and I, it, it helps to know that too. You know, you know. is there a ranking of, of yeah. who's the top customer oh, yeah, in the state? Yeah, yeah, they're smart enough to do that, and I'm smart okay. enough to know it. Plus, they put it on the table <laughs> now, too. So I know that. They know that. And I said, okay, we'll everyone go check it to see how do you know where you how you where you stand in CVS? Yeah. In because, CVS world. Well, it said that on the statement that I get every month. I mean, they want me oh, to so know it'll, that. It'll, it'll show yeah. you. It'll show yeah, yeah. you that you're OK. I spend All right. that much money with them. So, you know, okay. I know they know and uh, they know I know. So 40- how many times how many times in your life do you feel like you have said, let me speak to your manager? Oh, well, all the time, I, I, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't waste time. You know, I don't want to waste time. So, but I'm, but I'm 72 years old, and you know, yeah, I'm, you are. So, and and, and, and showing it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, you picked you picked up some of my my my. I techniques. know, I know, and that's what I I, I I'm turning yourself. more in. You're I'm ter- turning more into you every day, which you're, I don't. You're, I don't. You're, you're pretty good. I, you were um, you were telling them how to. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday's uh, yeah. podcast. How to? Yeah, save that money. You gotta you gotta talk to the managers. You gotta you gotta get it done. You know. Yeah. You so get I, it done. Hey, let's do it together, buddy. Well, tell me, what's it like to be a dad? And I, I'm not talking about now, because now that we're out of your hair, but like when, when you were actually... I wish you were. Oh, like, no. Maggie's about out of my hair? I got one more wedding to go to. Oh, I got one more wedding, I hope. I hope. Uh, well, what like what what was it like to be a dad? Like that? Uh, well, about like when Brian was yeah. born and like yeah. going through that whole process. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, luckily I was traveling. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize <laughs> traveling was going to be so helpful. Uh, poor mom. <laughs> all right, she was stuck with all three of you guys. Well, uh, it's interesting, right? Because you, what I didn't understand, I thought you'd all be the same, and so I was trying to manage you guys the same way, right? Right. I, I thought you'd all like to cut the grass, Stephen. 
uh, <laughs> how, 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 that's true because my brother my brother brian he oh, actually opened up a lawn a lands a landscaping uh, landscaping uh business yes. so he loved cutting the grass yeah i hated cutting the grass yeah i thought i could motivate you guys well you were money motivating don't get me wrong yeah. remember i paid yeah. you 50 dollars to cut the grass so eventually uh, you would do it i mean that's a lot of money yeah. It's uh, a lot of money. Yeah, so but I figured I'd have to pay it to you anyway, some man, because you know it's a soft world back then. Everybody's you know giving the kids money, so uh, so I, it was an interesting time. You know, again, I was traveling a lot, so early on, I didn't really get into all the painful situations. Because I was there <laughs> to take you to ball fit, you know, ball practice and all that stuff. Yeah, no, you were. Yeah, my dad, my dad was my coach for every team, and I think I swear to this day, it's why I don't like sports. There you go. Probably like I just, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had a little military background, so and I, yeah. used it. I probably too it was much. tough. Yeah, I was probably it was too tough. Much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I like things <laughs> being picked up, you know. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah. It was a. That's so, why I, I literally I was like, "What's one thing my dad's not good at? Oh, acting. Okay, cool. Let me go do that. That's one thing yeah. he can never be my coach yeah. in. So let me go. <laughs> let me go. Let me go figure good. out something in the arts. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you did well. Uh, baseball was a little hard on you. Um, yeah. but, it, but anyway, yeah, it was, it's, yeah. it's, it's life. It's, it's life. And, uh, I got through that I got through the military. I got through running a business. Now, you know, it's time for me to kick back and, you know, be on the lake. Call, and, call the birds. Call the birds. You, you've earned it. You, <laughs> you've earned it. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, happy right. Father's Day. Thank I love you. you. Thanks for being a good dad. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I know everybody loves you on here. So you kind of feel like you're everybody's dad on here, too. Love you, Stephen. Thank you for having me All on. Right. Jimmy Matt. What a guy. What a guy. All right. That's your dad. There he is. There he is. <laughs> I love his best advice about being a dad is just don't be home. <laughs> Take a job where you travel all the time. Yeah, yeah that's good. Good life lesson from my dad over here. <laughs> all right. Um, we got to do a couple of things before we move on. Number one is I want to talk about your quote, and then I want to talk about certified fans. I want to talk about where the merch is, and then that's it. So, Okay. Um, quote for today. What'd you find? Okay. Albert Einstein, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. Now, that seems so appropriate for today, right? I mean, we have to, we have to be tolerant of one another. We have to listen to one another. We have to try to understand that our reality is not the only reality. That everyone's mm-hmm. reality is different. And if we're going to live peacefully in the world today, then we have to open our minds and be open to other ways of thinking. Because I mean, it truly is the answer. It truly is like the biggest problem in our world. Mm-hmm. We all think that our perspective is the perspective, right? Our, right. our, our, our way is the way. Our religion is the religion. Our, uh, our mindset is the mindset. Our race is the race. Our, the way we behave is the way everyone should behave. And mm-hmm. like, it's really why it's become so many problems. We don't, and we don't live in a cold. We didn't. I think we're doing better now. We didn't live in a cold. It was more just like, yeah, like this is it. This is the way you do it. And this is how it's supposed to be. And if it's not, then it's wrong. Right. But I think a lot of us are starting to wake up now and be like, wait a minute. That's not that's not the case. I'm going to tell you this thing that I learned in meditation. I took a 
uh, a Buddhist study meditation course for about a year when I lived in Tampa. Last time I got let go, I needed something. I needed to get off antidepressants because my um, uh, insurance is about to run out, right? So mm-hmm. I decided to uh, get on uh, to start taking up meditation because so many people said it was like such a good thing. And, you know, meditation, I, I, it, I ebb and flow with it. I, it just depends on the day, how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing that was really powerful with me was like the mindfulness practice, all the mindfulness mm-hmm. stuff I think is just fantastic. Yes. And the, one of the, the cooler things that I learned in here that I can share with you really quick. And it kind of goes with this quote is looking at life as like a movie screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is empty. There is nothing on that movie screen mm-hmm. that, that has any kind of difference. It's just a white cloth that's up there. Right. Mm-hmm. What's projected onto it is what makes it come alive. Right. So what, like nothing, like for example, like the, like your views, your mindset, the way you see things is going to be your reality, right? Right. And it works with any kind of concept you think about. Like, mom, what's a food that like, you, like you like beans, for example? I do. Yes. Yeah. I hate beans, right? But <laughs> I'm not, I'm not right. And you're not right. It's literally right. just our perspective that we're coming to the table with. And like the second that I was able to kind of open my mind up to that of like, wow, wait, like I'm not... Uh, there is no like, there is no right. It's mm-hmm. literally just our perspectives and our history and our background, and where we're coming from, what we've taught, what we've been through, and everything else. And that really just kind of opened my mind to getting out of this system that I'm just so used to being like, well, this is the way things are, period, you know? Right, exactly. Everyone's reality is different based on all those things you just said. But that yeah. doesn't mean that we're right and that our reality is the truth. It yeah. just means that it may be our truth, but it's not the truth. And everyone mm-hmm. has their own truth that they need to live, but we need to be open to other ways of thinking and seeing yep. the world. Yep, 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 yep. That's where change that's a good one. comes. That is a good quote. Okay. okay, because usually I drop you off at this point, but I don't want to take this away from you because I know it's a highlight of your day. I love uh, this part. Don't we- jump me. <laughs> We are uh, we're going to say hi to our certified, our newest certified fans, and a certified fan, in case you're new, is somebody that is willing to donate five dollars a month to the show. And when you do, you get all kind of perks and actually some new stuff. I'm even working on behind the scenes right now, and we're just really thankful for you. We're just mm-hmm. this is like right now, since advertising's a little bit slower right now. Like you guys are realistically like like for real keeping the door open Mm -hmm. and so we need to thank our certified fans because you guys are really and and anyone that buys merch too same thing you know thank you so much because it's really our reality (laughs) yeah that's that's, your reality if if you like this podcast you better like these certified fans if you're not one because they're the ones that are really keeping this thing going right now because i don't got no more money uh okay uh tina from san diego And Liz, Liz from Chula Vista. (laughs) Those are our two newest certified fans. And by the way, if I missed you and you're like, damn, I deserve a whoop whoop, but you didn't say my name. We obviously had like a big influx right when we started. And so I couldn't really say, but if you're like, man, I feel, I feel left out. I really want a whoop whoop. And you've already become a certified (laughs) fan. 
And you DM me. You let me know because I want to make sure that you get your, your proper whoop whoop. And uh, if you want to become a certified fan, super easy. Scroll down to the show notes or you can always go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Now, really quick, uh, merch. Mm. All the merch is up. You can go check it out. You can go buy your stuff. The uh, the mugs and the glasses, they're all in production. Those will ship first and the clothes will be shortly behind that. Um the toddler clothes. Now, both toddler clothes items are literally near. By the time this even gets released, they may not be there. Um, so Ooh. if you're thinking about getting a toddler outfit or uh, the shirts for boy and girl, then I would go take a look at those now because I don't know that they're going to be reordered. Uh, I don't know when. So if you're looking at them and you love them, and they're super cute. There's a girl oh, shirt that says so love you forever. Cute. So cute. And then there's a, a boy's shirt that said certified mama's boy on there. So uh, it's really, it's cute. It's cute. And then of course we have a tank uh, tank, which those are, those are still fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tank says love you forever on it. We've got a wine glass, the wine glasses and the mugs are, are selling like crazy too. So mm-hmm. those are um, uh, the, the mug says, give me the cheese may the wine glass says uh, Rose and cheese may. And uh, then there's a certified mama's boy logo shirt too. If you just want to, you just love the podcast and you want to support then that's it. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I and think I'm that sure might. there are a lot of certified mama's boys, mama's boys out there that need to wear that shirt. Well, then you better go get it because I, I just didn't anticipate order enough. So I don't know. Next time we'll be able to order it. If you want it, go get it today. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, mom. I think do we have, we have anything else to cover here. I don't think so. I think that's, I think that's it, it. For this week. All right. Well then we will talk again on Monday. Okay. Okay. Love you forever. And when we get back, we are going to kick off part one of a limited series engagement that I am calling girls are liars. <laughs> part of dating disasters next on the certified mama's boy podcast. All right, we will kick off our part one of a limited series event here on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast in just a couple of seconds. It's going to be a three-part series, uh, what I'm calling Girls Are Liars, up here in just a few. First, uh, before we do, Monday's show is going to be a little bit more serious than we typically do. I told you yesterday, I was trying to make my mind up if I wanted to. I knew I was going to tell this story eventually. I just wasn't sure when or where or how it was going to be appropriate. I knew I couldn't tell it when I was over at channel 933, but, uh, there's something that happened right after I got divorced. That was maybe arguably harder than what I was going through with my divorce, but I I couldn't talk about it because I was too worried about, I mean, really only a few people knew maybe five people knew what was going on. And I knew that if I talked about it, it was going to get me in trouble at work and make me look bad. It might, go against sponsorships and stuff like that. So I just had to kind of remain quiet and make you feel like divorce was the only thing that was going on. So, uh, which I mean, it was, it was terrible. Don't get me wrong, but there's something else. But anyway, Monday cheese may will kind of be turned into that on Monday show. It'll be a little bit more serious. I want to give you a heads up now on that. Okay. Welcome to dating disasters. Let's get to that. Now we do this on Friday where I go through some of like the, uh, in case you don't know, you're new to the show. I am now 37. I got divorced and dating is weird. It's very weird, but there's been one thing that's been consistent with, um, I would say I'm going to tell you either two or three stories. One, I'm not sure if I'm going to tell you. We'll see at week three, if I get to it or not. And in all three situations, I got lied to. And I, I am, after getting out of a situation, out of a marriage where I was deceived, any type of deception now, 
I'm hitting the road. I just can't handle it. So I'm going to tell you three stories that happened during my dating phase over, it was between like July and December of last year, where I was deceived by a woman. And the reason I want to bring it up now is because I'm curious if you think it was bad enough for me to cut it off with them or not. Okay. So welcome to part one of what I am calling girls are liars. (laughs) I feel like I need dramatic music. They're girls are liars. So I started dating this one girl. I say girl. girl. Women get mad when I call them girls, but she was a, a woman, I guess. Okay. And I want to make sure that you understand that I was very clear that when I was dating that I was not looking for anything serious. I was just trying to casually date. I didn't really want to get anything too serious going because I knew I was just kind of getting back out there after that toxic situation that I got into right after I got divorced. So by date, like two or three, if it was still going, I was just very clear of like, all right, not looking for anything serious, just being casual. That's it. <sighs> so there was this one girl that I was talking to, lovely woman. And, and we got to the point where we had the conversation of like, I'm just being casual and I'm not looking for a relationship right now. It goes over like it typically does. They're not really thrilled about it, but they're, understanding and appreciative that I'm being honest. And she told me, she looked me in the soles of my eyes and she goes, I want to let you know that I am not seeing anybody else. Like my, my plan is to date nobody else, just you. And I was like, cool. It was over the phone. So we hung up for the night and that was, that was it. All right. Next day rolls around and we're just texting and we're talking and and that night, I, I don't know if she called me or I called her or whatever, and and we were talking about her days, and things seemed kind of weird to me. They just seemed like like something was wrong. I have a good intuition when things is things are off. And I confronted her about it. I'm like, listen, am I wrong? Things just seem awkward between us now. They didn't feel like this before. And she's like, I need to talk to you about something, which is just the most god-awful thing you can say to somebody. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, I need to let you know that I went on a date tonight <laughs> and I like that you get that, that pit that feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're like who like, like you just get punched and I was like I okay but I thought that like you were only gonna like date me and she's like I know but when I knew that you were dating other people I it made me feel like maybe I should be too so I decided to go out on a date tonight as well And y'all that like, it's like a switch flipped inside of me and I was just done. Like I just couldn't like turn it back on. I felt like I was deceived like the night. Now listen, we both, the agreement was we both could do whatever we wanted to. We weren't boyfriend, girlfriend, but the fact that you sat there and you told me on the phone the night before that you that you weren't going to date anybody but me. And then somehow, which is like good on you, if you can somehow find a date within those next couple hours before we talk again, and then you go on the date, and then I, I, I know she was feeling guilty and weird, um, but she's like, I just, I couldn't hold it from you. I just had to be honest with you. I didn't, and I, we, we talked, you know, a little bit more after that, but I never could get over it. I felt like I was lied to. I understand. Like on paper, okay, it's fine. Nobody did anything wrong. Nobody did any harm. But am I wrong in thinking that the fact that she told me she wasn't going to date anybody else 
and then she went and went on a date literally the next day with somebody else felt just like a lie to me. It felt like such a deception. It's not like I didn't want to get back to it. I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. So, so what do you think? And I, I really do want your honest opinion on that. Dudes, girls, women, and keep in mind, a lot of that baggage is mine because I'm coming out of a situation where I was deceived from my marriage. So I'm already on guard, but I was just like, no, I don't want to like, you said one thing, you did another. Why don't you call or, you know, you can text as well. Call or text 888-Kramer8. Okay. 888-Kramer8. Was she a liar? Like, should I have given her another chance? Cause I just couldn't again. 888-Kramer8. And then uh, next week we'll come back and we will do another multi-part, what am I calling Limited series event <laughs> of Girls Are Liars. All right, good news. We do this at the end of the show. And today is actually going to be a little bit different than the typical most end of the show. So go with me here. Um, let's talk about a woman who lives in Memphis. She is an Uber driver. Her name is Tammy Smith. One night she gave an exhausted nurse a ride home and she felt really inspired to show her gratitude for this nurse. So what she did was she started to buy and deliver meals to frontline workers. And then over the past two months, she's been delivering thousands of lunches and dinners to exhausted doctors and nurses at her hospital, at her local hospital. It's up to 60 meals a day sometimes. By the way, quick side note, we uh, our final meals for the the uh, the third shift workers I think is actually oh my gosh I think it's tonight it's tonight or maybe it's next week Ooh, I need to go double check that I'll tell you more on Monday okay anyway um so what she would do is she'd start raising money after this and she would deliver even more which then resulted in tens of thousands of dollars contributed and 35,000 meals dropped off every day for nearly three months so the story starts picking up and the local newspaper picks it up and then the New York Post and London Daily Mail starts picking up the story, which is cool. Then Tammy gets a call from the one and only Jada Pinkett Smith. So on Mother's Day, she's a mother of two, by the way, uh, she was invited to go on Jada Pinkett Smith's web series called Red Table Talk. And she was like really happy because she was like, yeah, I can raise more money and get more meals. And that's that was like the purpose of why she wanted to go on there. Well, then all of a sudden, Jada Pinkett Smith, who, in case you don't know, is also Will Smith's wife, and she's a, she's a famous actress herself, gave her a brand new car. We at the Smith Family Foundation heard that you were having some car problems, <laughs> and we know that that is your livelihood, and mm -hmm. that's your office, and that is also your chariot of service. Yeah. So we want to purchase for you an eco-friendly car, a brand new one. Yes, for Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you how you've sacrificed and how you put yourself yes. out there. It's the least that we can do for you. Thank you, y'all, so very much. Yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. I love that. Uh, also, if you want to donate to the campaign, because it's really cool, I'll put all the info down in the show notes so you can give. to this. She has a GoFundMe. She also has a Venmo account, a PayPal account. So all that will be over in the show notes. And I saw this on Facebook this morning. It made me like, wow, that's, that's huge. So Target announced yesterday 
that it will permanently raise its starting wages for U.S. team members to $15 an hour, okay? So on top of that, Target also gave a one-time recognition bonus of 200 bucks to its frontline store workers and distribution center workers uh, for their efforts during all this coronavirus craziness, which is awesome. Plus, starting this week, Target is also offering a new healthcare benefit to uh, provide access to free virtual health visits during the end of the year, regardless of whether the team members are on the Target health insurance plan. The company also is going to add additional extensions for 30-day paid leave for vulnerable team members, as well as free backup care for family members. I mean, $15 an hour ain't sounding too bad right now. Your boy might be throwing on a red t-shirt and going down to his local Point Loma Target store, sports arena, and 15 bucks an hour? That's good money for, you know, for Target. That's awesome. I think just the the notion of giving back to its employees. I think it's really big. You know, Amazon kind of gets a bad rap on that kind of stuff. So I think the Target's like making the other step forward and like trying to show more gratitude to their people through payments. And hopefully if you work at Target, I kind of like to know how they treat you there. I don't think I know anybody that talks trash about working at Target when it comes to the way they're treated. But uh, you can call 888-Kramer8. And the end of the show is going to be a little different today because this the point of our show, we have so many, right? This is going to hit it like it's going to make you laugh. It's going to inspire you. It's going to be able to tell stories I've never been able to tell before. But I think that one thing that's really important, especially the way that 2020 is going, is we're all going to learn together. All of us are going to learn and we're going to grow together. And we, we do already do it. Like I feel like even listening to my mom, I learned so much and I hope you do too. But today is Juneteenth, and honestly, I don't know a lot about what Juneteenth is all about. So I thought what we'd do today at the very end of the show is we're not just going to do made me laugh or made me think. I guess it's kind of made me think, but we're going to learn. We're going to learn exactly what Juneteenth is all about, part of our own growth process with this podcast. Juneteenth is an African-American holiday that celebrates the emancipation of African-American slaves in Texas in 1865. And because Texas was not at the center of the theater of battle in the Civil War, they received the news of Robert E. Lee's surrender much later. When the Major General of the Union Army, Gordon Granger, arrived in Texas, it was June 18th, and the next day, he announced the emancipation of African-American slaves and the formerly enslaved African-Americans then turned that into a holiday. And of course, Juneteenth is a combination of the month of June and the date, the 19th. Today becomes an opportunity to remind Americans of the distinctive contributions that African-Americans have made in culture, but also to remind African-Americans of their own past that has been about striving for access, for opportunity, and to be represented in a dignified and humane way. There's more to that video if you want to go see it. It's over in the show notes. And maybe you can share it, you know, because it really is, and it's important for us to really understand the full spectrum of, of as many races as we can, but I feel like especially the black community right now. So awesome. Speaking of the black community, you know, we are the every dollar we make from the certified fans program, all the proceeds this month are going to go to black lives matter. So for all of our certified fans, appreciate you so much. If you've got a few extra bucks, I think today is payday. You want to, I say, I think it's payday because I don't even know what paydays are anymore. Um, go and uh, I'd love for you to be a, a certified fan. So if you just go to certifiedmamasboy.com, it's a $5 monthly donation. You get a bunch of perks. And by the way, I do have a bonus episode coming out next week that 
the certified fans will get before anybody else. Oh, that's what I forgot. I knew I was like, dang it, there's one more thing I want to talk about today. Y'all, I I gotta give a shout out to my guy, Miguel Fuller, who is one of my best friends in the world. You know, he comes on a lot to talk about the race stuff, and we we play the clips from him. He was one of my first morning show co-hosts. Um, I released a more Mama's Boy episode. Uh, it was on Monday, but I feel like I ne- a, never mentioned it, and it kind of got covered up because it was the new episode was first. So if you haven't gone back and listened to the More Mama's Boy episode, please go back and listen to it from this week because it is so funny to me. It's about a 25-minute compilation of the ambient up bedtime stories with with Miguel and there's an uncut one it was about seven minutes that we never aired on the radio that I um, was able to find and put together it it like I I've probably listened to this episode three or four times and I laugh every time so and you know if you're a certified fan you get to listen to those episodes before anybody else we get like we get um, episode premieres so I got a new one coming next week answering a bunch of questions about me and Gina about Channel 933, uh, kind of what's going on with the jobs that I'm doing or that I'm looking at. And we'll, so anyway, if you want to be a certified fan, support the show. Awesome. Certifiedmamasboy.com. Either way, have a great weekend. Appreciate this week. It's been a busy one. It's been a great one for the show. Go get your merch and we'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye. I love you. Hey, Kramer. It's Cat from San Diego. Um, just calling to say hello and congratulations on the success of your podcast. Great job. Fantastic job to you and to your mom. I listen every day, sometimes twice a day. Um, the highlight so far has been the race uh, episodes that you had Miguel on. He is fantastic. I'm a black woman in San Diego um, and I have learned a lot from that, uh, from those episodes and from other episodes as well um, that I am sharing with uh, my family and my friends and my neighbors. So thank you for that. Your mom is also fantastic. Uh, Like you say, she really does have the best words of wisdom and she's just so sweet and adorable. Anyway, love you. Love your mom. Love you both forever. Hey, Kramer, this is Amy. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. I want to share the whole I love you forever. I just heard how um, when your mom started that with your brother-in-law's passing of his mom. And I before I even heard that, when I first started listening to the, to the podcast, um, I started using the love you forever with um, my kids. So, yep, I have all kinds of texts that I end it with love you forever. Um, I say it to them. And I, I, I love it even more now that I know why it started and when it started. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 